superhuman, more human than human, and we are white zombie, because I've been crucified with the white cloud and I'm dead, 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 ha ha ha, how dead do you get? That there's no more of your name written on your forehead, only the name of Jesus Christ and God the Father. How you doing today? You guys having a good day? Bright cloud, blaze through your foreheads and remove your names. That's actually called the forgiveness of sin. <laughs> when you don't have a name anymore, and he gives you a white stone with a new name on it, what's a white stone? Your skull, chief corner stone. The stone the builders rejected, or the soul the builders rejected. So if I give you a, a white stone with a new name on it, guess whose name's on it? Jesus Christ. And what's white? The glory. So you're no longer in darkness in the brain, but in resurrection light in the brain. And the brain is the outer court, the heart is the inner court, and your spiritual stomach, or you can just say your spirit, is your holy place. Now what are you? Are you a heart? Are you a brain? I mean, are you an earthen vessel? Or is it just a vessel, a container of one substance or another? I mean, what kind of people identify with their earthen vessel as their person? some real sick, demented people. I mean, you are the, the substance that's in the vessel, even in darkness, and every sorcerer in Babylon fully knows that, and that's how they have power over the dogs. Jesus Christ called the pagan world dogs and sorcerers, and he said it again in Revelation to emphasize the point that outside the city gates are dogs and sorcerers. And they'll trample the holy place outside the city gates for three and a half years. Why? Because they value their earthen vessel more than the substance in it. There were Jews in the Old Testament that valued the temple more than the ark <laughs> that the temple was built for. And you read the prophets, and that's like the main rebuke, that you got more into forms than the Holy Spirit the spirit of holiness, the breath of life, the Ruach HaKadosh. That you're not into God, you're into rituals and rites. <laughs> you're into just the performance of feeling good about yourself because you did something good with your earthen vessel. But the substance in your earthen vessel, every time you practice rituals and rites, you get filled more with Satan. Satan is... Lucifer, or the fallen angel, Wormwood, and the dragon's mouth that spews a counterfeit river of life on earth. It's written clearly in the book of Revelation. And the dragon opened his mouth and spewed a river. I mean, that's the river in every church in the world right now. And most of you are still in that river at this moment. And the things I say to you are cryptic and don't make sense. I don't understand. It's because... You're full of wormwood. You're full of Hades. You're full of death. When you're full of resurrection life, you're blessed. Lord, restore the joy of my spirit, salvation. And they don't have joy. 
They're not happy people. They're not joyful people because they're not saved. When you're saved, you're happy. Why? Because you have the divine child leaping for joy in your womb continuously. And if you go into an abortion clinic called a church, they're going to kill the divine child in you and they'll connect you to the fallen angels and Jezebel of externalism because that's the only way church operates. The, the Catholic Church rebuilt the building structure in the, abomin the abomination of desolation in 350 AD when the Roman Catholic Church was formed. That's what Freemasonry is. It's practicing rituals and rites, changing the days and the seasons and the times. And most of you are so bound up in sorcery right now, you don't even know what Christianity is. And it's exciting because you're four days dead like Lazarus, and you stinketh. You're wearing grave clothes, and Jesus says you're sleeping, but you're actually dead. <laughs> this American church is sleeping and is actually dead. And they think they're awake because of their rituals on Sunday mornings. Even an external glory cloud formed in our church, but then it was a fading glory. Why does it happen? Because there's a glory of the law. There is a fading glory of the inner court of the charismatic church where you can go in, practice rituals and rites, practice all the New Testament and externalism and have a flash and a, and a bang in the pan of your church and then you leave and it's fading and you go back on Sunday morning to get refilled. How many people say that? I need a recharge. What? That is the ipso facto evidence, buddy, that you're a citizen of hell and not heaven. <laughs> He's given you his anointing without measure because the divine child was placed in your spirit. Are you gro growing in an ever-increasing glory or a fading glory? The fading glory is the tree of knowledge. The ever-increasing glory is the tree of life. Freemasons have fading glory. The fading glory of the flesh, the dying star of the human brain and the human heart and the human blood of rituals and rites. Oh, we're stepping on toes today. Now we're circumcising hearts. We're helping you become real Christians for the first time in your deceived lives. You've been living in a lie. And the lie is so thick and the lie is so professional and the lie has been so refined for so many thousands of years that it's a perfect lie. It's a perfect lie. And the lie is just what everyone lives in. They live in the lie of Satan and his angels, and almost nobody rebels against it, even in the charismatic church. All these church apostles and church prophets are totally submitted to the lie. They're not renegades. How do you know? What's the, what's the evidence that they're not you know, a fading glory, a tree of knowledge prophet, a fading glory, a tree of knowledge apostle, and a false charismatic leader, and a liar, and a false father, and one that will lead you into the abyss. How do you know? Because everything that the Lord Jesus does on the table of the Lord gets you high and drunk. So if your activities of Christianity aren't getting you intoxicated and not getting you high, then it, you are practicing sorcery. You're practicing religious witchcraft, partnering with demons and fallen angels every day. Because the table of the Lord is bread and wine. That's all the kingdom of heaven is. 
And if you're not getting high and drunk on his bread and wine, then you're going to get sober and vigilant on the table of demons. And I said that on purpose because you're demon-possessed. Your vigilance and your sobriety is on the religious spirit of hell. And you're not high on the glory cloud. You don't have seven eyes through your skull. You're demon-possessed. Totally subservient to fallen angels. And almost have done nothing to fight against Hades or death your entire life. And now it's time to be renegades. Now it's time to be rebellious. Brave and courageous to take your promised land. Your promised land is held captive by all the idolaters who practice ritualism. I've been watching this for 19 years in astonishment. How the leaders of the church, who are not leaders at all, are the main liars in the world that hold you from having heaven on earth. They give you a type and shadow and a form and fake, false, phony Christianity so that you never actually come in to the promised land of Zion, which is fully realizing the mountain of fire or Jesus Christ within your belly. It's always carried on a stick, pie in the sky, somewhere out there, come Holy Spirit, go to the next conference, buy the next book, but it's never realizing the glory. Colossians chapter 1. The Bible actually says realizing the glory in Colossians 1. It's not the hope of glory. You read it in Greek, it means the realizing the glory. The hope of realizing or awakening to Jesus Christ living in your belly, in your spirit, in your rich treasury of glory. Filled with the Godhead and made full, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, reaching full spiritual stature. And not serving the fallen angels in Christian witchcraft. Nearly 99.9999% of Christians in the world at this moment are serving the fallen angels in religious ignorance. They are. And the 12 stars will be heroic and legendary to set the entire body of Christ free. Because everyone that's in captivity fights those that are trying to free them. Have you noticed that? It's been going on for every church age. Every, every generation during the church age, you study the covenants and you study the history since Adam. Everyone that fought the religious spirit called Satan and his angels was the bad guy. Always the bad guy. And the good guy was the one with the long flowing robes, the professional, had his doctorate in divinity, and he just, that's Satan every single time. The bad guy was the Nazarite holding the donkey's bone, stirring up trouble. You know, and they treated him like crap, and they called him names, you know, and they, they threw Jeremiah in the well every time he didn't tell them what they wanted to hear. And the prophets and the apostles are always mistreated, but the church prophets and the church apostles are always honored. Hmm, I wonder who the false prophets and the false Christs are. Every single one in buildings made by human hands. And they stir up everyone, partnering with the fallen angels that works through the brain, called the carnal mind that everyone's born with, so they naturally come into agreement with false teachers, false Christs, and false prophets in every single building made by human hands in the world. What does the Bible call the great deception of the world in Revelation? Gog and Magog. 
deceiving the whole world, it is written. What is the deception of the whole world? The rebuilding of structures instead of the building up of the human spirit. Peter, James, and John on the mountain of transfiguration. Let's build shelters to encapsulate, turn it into a rite and ritual. That's the fallen angel nature of mankind. Since we're born under the curse and we're born in original sin, naturally we'll be like our false fathers, the fallen angels. And you don't know that's your fathers, but that's what you act like. That's what every human being naturally, automatically, instinctually, in their beast nature, acts like. You don't have to be programmed to act like Satan and his angels. You were born that way. That's how you're born. (laughs) It's true. So you must be born again. You must have the divine nature that doesn't build structures, that isn't prone to whitewashed tombs, rituals and rites, knowledge of good, knowledge of evil. Is it right? Is it wrong? Do I touch? Do I handle? Do not taste? All of the curse of the law, which is Satan's religious nature, is removed from you. That's the nature of the beast, so to speak, or the nature of Lucifer. That's the nature of religious white magic. And so, that's the way of the world. That's the wide path of destruction and many who go down it. The narrow path is the spirit. The mistreated and persecuted path is the spirit. That one spirit amongst 200 million evil spirits. How are we going to know it's the good spirit? How are we going to know it's the Holy Spirit? Because we're going to get happy. We're going to get loving. We're going to suffer. We're going to be mistreated. We're going to be called cult. We're going to be called false prophets. We're going to be called every name Jesus was called in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. If they treated our teacher and Lord that way, they'll treat us that way. (laughs) And that's the only way we've ever been treated for 19 years. Me and all these angels treated like crap. All we do is grow in love. All we do is grow in revelation, and the intensity of love gets so strong that it's stronger than death, and so Satan has to build up more and more lies in their carnal minds to fight the intensity of the Lion of Judah's roar. If you don't have the full armor of Satan on, the Lion of Judah is going to eat you into Zion. Satan has already put on most of you everything he's got, which is all the light of the stars that fell from heaven. You're four days dead already. And the resurrection is at hand. And you're going to be saved from your religious sins. You're going to be saved from your magic spells. You're going to be saved from your flesh nature, which is religion, called the knowledge of good and evil, right and wrong. The right and wrong of the brain is the sin nature into the spring of life. We go from right and wrong of the brain, the curse of the fall, to glory. (laughs) And so people get mad at you all the time because it's like, well, I don't have a reasonable explanation because I'm drunk. I'm just in love. You know, God's explanation to these Pharisees of right and wrong and their doo-doo, voodoo, demon-possessed brains is bear fruit in keeping with repentance. You know, what are you going to do? Teach on fruit? You can't sell fruit. 
You can't sell the fruit of the Holy Spirit, so it's not popular in the church. People are like, well, how do we know if they're false? I mean, Jesus told you, check the fruit. But we don't want to check the fruit because the fruit will reveal that church is demonic. Because church isn't about bearing fruit. If you bore fruit, and fruit that lasts, and your roots ran deep, and your branches ran high, you would burst every building made by human hands. Every wineskin in the universe would burst, and you'd have heaven on earth. But it's not about fruit. But the kingdom's about fruit. But church, or human religion, is not about fruit. It's about works. It's about appearances. And it's about knowledge. Everything Satan is as a fallen angel is what church is about. Church is exactly like Satan and his angels in all America today. The exact representation of the invisible devil. It's true. <laughs> 100% accurate. But now, let's be the exact representation of the divine child. Where? From within our spirit. Hell is he who's in the world, but greater is he who's in you. Heaven. Heaven comes from within your spirit, from the inside out. Hell comes from the outside in. So disconnect your brains from Satan's stars, called hell, and connect your brain to the divine child in your spirit, called the King of Heaven, Melchizedek, Jesus Christ. Amen. And you will set your brain free, or your carnal mind, by his blood sacrifice at Golgotha, the place of the skull, where he died for you. So you wouldn't be a sorcerer and a witch in Babylon anymore, but you'd be a Christian. Amen. You'd be a disciple of the kingdom and a child of God. Hell makes you mature in your brain. That's the lie. Heaven makes you children all the time. I'm never going to grow up and not be a child. The greatest in the kingdom is Jesus Christ. He's a 33-year-old child. He's still a kid in the Father's eyes, the child of God. <laughs> At 33, he's still a young man, a young man. He never got old. So if getting old is your picture of Christian maturity, and that ain't success in the kingdom. Getting young is success in the kingdom. Getting smaller is success in the kingdom. Growing down into the bowels of the earth deeper than Hades, by divine humility, and serving the earth, the spring of life, from the throne in the core of the earth, called the bowels of the earth, because Revelation chapter 1 says we hold the keys of death and hell. That's the first chapter of Revelation. One, the foundation of understanding what it means to be a Christian. That the underworld of the stomach of the earth belongs to us, the covenant race. The holy people. The born-again Christian race. Are you a race? Oh, yeah, you are. It says that like 27 times in the New Testament. The word kingdom means royal race. Born of the Spirit. It's a different race of being. A divine kind. God's race of beings called Christians. But the demons come around and say that's not true, even though it's written 27 times in the Bible and they don't, never interpret the scriptures correctly and they always take the power out of the Bible so you never realize who you are and you live as slaves to the fallen angels and the sorcerers in Babylon the Great your whole life <laughs> now is the time that we come out from being the slaves of the fallen angels now is the time of the exodus out of Freemasonry 
which is spiritual slavery. Naturally, some of you have millions of dollars. Some of you are poor. Some of you are rich. But if you're rich, you're a sorcerer, and if you're poor, you're a dog. Either way, you're cursed. Now it's time to go into heaven where everyone is filled with God. <laughs> and there is no classes, there is no races, there is no dividing walls. The gates are always open. God doesn't see the color of your skin because God's a spirit and has no skin. <laughs> That's why the Bible says dash their nations to pieces like pottery because they're totally wrong. I'm a Scandinavian. I'm an Irish. I'm this personality. No, you're a schizophrenic, demon-possessed idiot and you need your da nations dashed to pieces like pottery because you're clueless of who you are in your spirit and you're living in your grave clothes in a false identity of your flesh and your earthen vessel and you're full of the substance of Satan internally. And we're going to give you an oil change internally from wormwood, the substance of Satan's fallen angels called the second heaven stars that fell, to the morning star rise in your heart so you're filled with glory instead of false light and darkness of religious demons. Amen. It's a major paradigm shift because church is satanic. <laughs> and people think church is the heights of goodness. Human goodness is as satanic as it gets. Doing good in your human nature is the primal evil. That was the temptation of Satan to Eve. You can be good in knowledge apart from God. That's the primal evil and the foundation of the fall of man. Just remember that next time you're tempted to perform sorcery called dead works or strange fire. There's no goodness here except the Holy Spirit and Him flowing through you like a crucified with Christ river. <laughs> so that no one can say, I'm good or saved by what I've done because it's the gift of God. And some people have received a lot of gifts because they know they're a completely disgusting snake apart from God. And so people are envious and at strife of those that have received tons of salvation wine, tons of salvation bread, because they don't know it's available for them. But God prepares a feast for everyone in the world. Eight billion feasts prepared for eight million souls, eight million hearts of the nations today. The Father is the creator of heaven and earth. I mean, there's no lack in heaven, there's no want, there's no care, there's no worry, there's no fear in love. God gives you all of His love so you can drink and be drunk with love. And that creative power will flow through your heart and mind and create a heavenly environment for your body to walk in because He takes care of your body too. There's no sickness and disease in Jesus Christ's transfigured flesh. We're the body of Christ. And it's time for our hearts and minds to transfigure. And everything of your skin will change too. You'll glow. We've been glowing for years. We glow in the dark for years because the morning star in our heart, our blood glows. We get around people and they're like, all the time for 10 years, you're glowing. I better be glowing, otherwise I'm a whitewashed tomb. What am I, a religious fanatic with no shine? We're the, we're the radiance of God the Father on earth. Aren't we? The body of Christ? Are you a city on a hill? Do you hide your light under a bushel? 
Or do you let your light so shine before men that they can see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven? What are the works of the Christian? The Bible says to believe in the one God sent. How many of y'all know that most Christians in ministry are not sent? And so if you believe their words, you're cursed. And that's why they turn into murderers and accusers of the brethren, because they're following false leaders. The job of the Christian is to believe in the one God sent. I'm, I'm sent from God. There are others sent from God. I only work with apostles and prophets sent from God. And if you're not sent, I mean, this message will literally kill you. <laughs> and then maybe you'll be sent after you die and are crucified with Christ. Maybe he'll raise you from the dead and you'll get real for the first time. But if you're doing it in your own volition and you're doing it out of your own brain and your own knowledge and appearance of good, I mean, you are the only problem with the earth. Those who work iniquity are the only problem in the earth. Psalms 82, the foundations are in discord because of bad leaders. And that's what the whole thing's about, bringing judgment upon false leaders. These false leaders tolerate the persons of the wicked. In other words, they're partnered in covenant with fallen angels pretending to be charismatic leaders. They're still Babylonian. They're not holy. They don't bring heaven to earth. They haven't opened the heights and the depths of the firmament. They're still within the four walls of the church. They're Masonic. They're still submitted to the Pope the origin and the foundation of Christian buildings and that abomination of desolation. Amen. Truth anyhow. So what do we do? House churches? We do city churches. And I'm so blessed to have 145 nations in Minneapolis and have never been a hypocrite going out into 145 nations pastoring the city of Minneapolis as an inner city missionary for 12 years every day. Sometimes 8 hours a day making thousands of friends, getting to know everyone in my neighborhood, getting to know everyone everywhere, everywhere I go. And they call me by name everywhere I go. And it's because I'm friendly, and I love them, and I laid my life down to serve them, and pastoring cities and nations as a normal Christian, normal, basic foundation, going and making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Not church planting, city discipling. City discipling to the church of Corinth, to the church of Ephesus, to the church of Smyrna, to the church of Philadelphia. There's not one example in the New Testament where a city is the church, is not the church. And yet, you're all in your little chicken coops calling it church. You're the only problem in the world. You Christian cowards submitted to the fallen angels in Masonic churchianity are the only problem in the world. You are the whore of Babylon, and we love you so much, we'll tell you that to set you free so you can come out of her, my people, and be the bride of Christ without spot and wrinkle. And you'll be so empowered with the resurrection through your hearts and minds, you can begin doing the New Testament and not making up theology why it doesn't work for you doesn't work for you because you're Masonic, ritualistic, and Scottish Rite. You're submitted to demons called religion, and you're submitted to fallen angels called Egypt, the city of hell, Hades. That's what Hades is. Hades and Egypt are the same thing. 
So we got Hades Christianity everywhere. <laughs> and now it's time for Zion Christianity, since that's the foundation. That's not advanced teaching. That's like getting saved spiritually in your spiritual stomach. That's like coming out of hell thinking you were in heaven because you've been so bewitched since the day you're born. The foundation in your spirit has to be Zion. Most of the foundation in your spiritual stomachs at this moment is still Egypt, and you're still citizens of Hades and not citizens of heavenly Jerusalem. Now is the time of the great exodus, and how do you become citizens of heavenly Jerusalem? Just like Abraham, Salem, Melchizedek. You drink the wine and you eat the bread and you metamorphosize. You go from human animals submitted to Satan to divine child of God, Huyos, son of God, living creature, a new creature in Christ. Four living creatures around your head is the norm because you're born in him. That's not advanced. That's not for when you're super mature. That's when you're day one saved because you're born in Christ, the body of Christ, the body of Jesus, seated with God at the right hand in glory, in Zion, in the heavenly Jerusalem. The rainbow experience of the soul of Jesus Christ and His emerald rainbow, rainbow soul is day one salvation stuff. Problem is you grew up in Egypt and that's like advanced teaching for you and you're trying to obtain that. No, no, no. That's not something you obtain and work up into. That's the foundation of salvation. That's the first drink. I'm in Christ and all of the religious filth of Satan and his angels is coming off my spirit and my mind is awakening to that truth. I've been born in Zion. Everyone born again has. And I'm seated with Christ at the right hand of God the day I'm born again. I don't work my way up there by good works. No. You're seated with Christ by a drink. Seated with Christ by a meal. Hot bread and new wine. And the more you feast, the more all of the deception just comes off your spirit. And your spirit just knows who you are and you'll never live as a human animal submitted to the earthen vessel in darkness again. For now our holy place in our spirit has all power over the beast and all power over the flesh and the brain and the earthen vessel and the nations and their hearts. So the holy place will not be trampled underfoot anymore. These Christians have reached full spiritual stature and have begun to reign. Simply because they woke up to who they are in Christ. And Christ is already reigning. We just joined in His reign. Revelation 2 and 3. To the overcomers. What are you overcoming? Yourself. You're not overcoming anything out there. You're overcoming your own prideful heart and your own prideful brain. That's the only thing you overcome. <laughs> we love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.